0: Coffee Black, and you're listening to Quiet Storm Radio. (laughs) Joining me, we have a very special guest. We have a 10-year teacher veteran for the New York City Public Schools here with us. She is an IEP teacher and also the host of Fun Time with Ms. Johnson. Please give a special and warm welcome. To Lisa Johnson welcome to the show
1: thank you for having me
0: now I called you on because I feel like you are an expert at your uh, profession you've been teaching for 10 years like I said before very passionate about your profession uh, it is actually a pleasure to watch you work and deal with our, our children our children that's my wife by the way our children yeah. but the children also at school can you just briefly just talk about your passion toward teaching and where that comes from
1: Sure. I dreamed of becoming a teacher ever since I was a little girl. I would line up my little teddy bears and my dolls and I would teach. Right. I always had this need in helping people, putting them together. I figured, hey, why not help uh, students succeed in their future endeavors? Right. I decided to pursue my career, should I say, in education.
0: Well, it definitely shows. I'm glad I'm hopefully those Barbie dolls learned a lot of things from you. I'm sure they did. You lined them up, had them very organized. The reason I wanted to have you on is that a lot of the conversations that we hear from parents coming in in September is that they feel like their children are behind because of, you know, the two or three month gap that we have during the summer. Obviously, uh, as teachers, we're happy that the children are away for two and three months. Some of them need that that break. We certainly need that break. to definitely have fun and and run around in the sun or vacation or sometimes just stay home and relax they also come in a little behind not necessarily because of their lack of knowledge it's just the lack of practice so i want to have you on to let's discuss some strategies that parents can use while they have their children at home
1: first let's discuss the two different notions that we uh come across in early elementary schools or classrooms parents believe that their child should enter kindergarten or their primary years as expert readers. And necessarily, is it helpful? Yes. Is it needed? No. Um, Every child comes in at a different reading level or uh, reading abilities. I want you to keep in mind that there are three different types of ways of reading, right? It's looking at a picture and creating a natural story. Two is actually decoding the words. Three is retelling the story. So listening to that story over and over again, you'll be able to retell it word for word. The second notion that I normally see parents um, discuss or talk about is the fact that reading consists of either decoding words only or comprehension only. And necessarily that's not true. They go hand in hand. In order for you to be an expertise in reading, you have to be able to decode the words and understand what you're reading, Mm -hmm. right? And so the way that you can prevent this backwards slide or the regression that we normally see over the summer is by doing simple, simple tasks, okay? Your child goes to school every day. When they're in school, they learn the necessary tools to decode those words. I don't want parents to be drill sergeants. I want you to have fun. What I mean by that is it is vital that you cuddle up with your little ones in bed and read them a story. Okay. Um, No matter how many times they ask you to read it over and over again, it is essential that they hear an adult read with fluency. Choose rich stories. So that way they are exposed to print, to a lot of print. Um, and they're they're exposed to um, proper pronunciation of certain words. And then what you also can do is with reading those books over and over again, try vamping it just a little bit more by doing some role-playing, some little um, dress-ups and letting them mm-hmm. act out the story, mm-hmm. right? Um, children love to do that in the classroom and i'm sure they would love to do it with their grown-ups at home i know many of our students at our school love to take walks or go to the park or movies or have a little you know adventure what you can do is use the natural signs that you see outside and read it to them or have them go to the grocery store and read the package if you want on a favorite treat that they like or at you know go to the park and say you know Well, what are they doing? Oh, they're filling up a water bottle. This sign says water fountain. Just to provide them with exposure to print. And then print is not just in books. Print is everywhere, Mm -hmm. right? It helps you find directions. It tells you where to go. It helps you to read Mm -hmm. what movie you're going to choose. And so those are ways that you can help them be exposed to print and literature in general, right? And those are simple tasks. Now, we only don't see that backwards slide in, in reading. We also see it in math as well, but not as much. And so what you can do with math is use real-life situations. If you're going for a walk, I see six windows, two are broken, how many are left? And so there are fun ways that you can make sure that your child is picking up concepts, but it's not in a drill sergeant way. Right. And so children uh, tend to feel a little bit more comfortable and have more fun doing these things. And so Mm -hmm. the backward slide is, is not as naturally seen at the beginning of the school year, because it's not tedious or boring to them.
0: Pretty much. You're just telling parents that, but just use the natural world around you going to the store. This costs 25 cents. Here's 25 cents. Or I gave you a dollar. How much change should I get back? You don't necessarily do what I do. I send my 12-year-old into the store, give him money, bring me back my change. You know, sometimes <laughs> <I don't, laughs> you know, that doesn't naturally, you know, it doesn't work all the time, but most of the time it does. But definitely, you know, there's print on signs, there's print, you know, on store buildings. You know, when you guys go out and get your fancy lattes, have your kids read them menu, tell them, show them what a matcha latte is, it's very good. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Parents should feel more comfortable knowing that you have the knowledge to do what any teacher is doing already is just using the natural world. When your children are with us in the classroom, you know, we have our textbooks, we have our lesson plans. But a lot of the rich learning that happens is through conversation, through connections, through the natural, through the real world. Parents, you are already naturally teachers. They are watching you. OK, also, I love the idea of role playing and, and things like that. You know, my son runs around and thinks he's the Hulk. You know, Hulk smashing everything. You know, they definitely get into role playing, and and that's uh, another strategy and way that they learn as well. And snuggling up with your children, reading a good book, asking questions. Oh, what do you think about that character? What do you think is going to happen next? Oh, I didn't like that character very much. They had an attitude. What what type of characteristics did that person have? I mean, obviously, you wouldn't use characteristics as like a kindergartner or first grader, or maybe you will, but just asking those simple questions, forcing them to think and rethink and assess what's going on is very important and it goes a long way for us teachers in the classroom because trust me we can tell who who reads with their children in the classroom and who doesn't
1: exactly and this also extends to upper grades and middle school as well you might want to cancel out the reading with them just because you know as children get older parents tend to be less of their friends (laughs) You know, I would say, have them read the book on their own. Yeah. Parents, if my advice to you is get some cliff notes, read those cliff notes, Mm -hmm. so that way you have an idea that when you come to ask them questions beyond the text, and when I say beyond the text, I mean questions that are not written in -hmm. black and white, and you may have to use context clues within the text to answer those questions. You want to be able to understand what they're reading so that way you can provide them with the rich, high order thinking questions. Like questions that you had just mentioned before. You know, Why do you think that character is feeling the way he or she is feeling? And it won't say it in the book, but you would use the pictures to help you. You would use maybe a clue that the author had left you, reading in between the lines, basically. That is also vital when it comes to children who are in middle school and older Mm -hmm. is asking those rich questions. So that way, their comprehension extends Mm -hmm. beyond the literal. Mm -hmm. You want to push them beyond the literal, right? Mm -hmm. Elementary school, it's okay to be literal. Mm -hmm. But when they get older, you want them to push beyond the literal questions.
0: Uh, That's great. I love that. And this year, I was fortunate enough to do a little bit of book club with eighth graders. I find that I might start to do that with my own kids or I encourage that with other kids. Find find a book or find a genre that your kids are into and read the book together. So you guys can have like a mini like secret cool book club. You know, you can be mm-hmm. secret cool book club with your middle school or in high school, but they won't tell their friends, but it's okay. you still be cool because you're doing something with them and that they're interested in. You may not be into science fiction, fantasy, Star Trek things, but your child might be into it. So you just might as well just read it and then that also creates a bond, a connection with your child, especially for the older kids who are developing their own sense of independence, they want to be with their friends, they're finding out who they are as a person. If they're picking up on something that helping them express themselves, then you should read it too. You should kind of be into it too, just to see where they are at and try to point them in a direction to try to give uh, helpful advice. So do you have any more gems for us, Ms. Johnson? things you could think of. How about this? What if parents are home? It's a rainy day. Do you have any websites you could think of over the top of your head that can help parents out? Easy Sure.
1: Sure. So for little ones, you can use RAS Kids, which is incentive reading site, where they can choose level books. And you can get that information from their teachers. You can use those level books to have them be read to them or they can read it independently. Um, they also can take comprehension quizzes, as well as receive stars. So that way they can build a robot, right? What kid doesn't want to build a robot?
0: I, I want to build a robot, right? I'm a grown man. I want to build robots. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: And what? And watch these, you know, robots dance and do fun things. As many stars as they get, they can do different things with that robot. Teachers also can listen in to those recordings. So it's Um, a homeschool connection type of site. There's also Epic, which is a site where they can choose any range of books. Um, These are just fun reads. Um, They may have some level books there too. It's a, a, a smaller selection, but they do have them. And so the fun reads are naturally read to them. They're audio books. And this ranges from Pre-K books all the way to adult, which is nice to have. And I think also you can use ABC Mouse. It's also a good site for early elementary children.
0: Ah, Awesome. Thank you so much for the references and the ideas and ways that parents can reach and read with their children. Because like I said, as a teacher, when when they come in in September, we can tell who's been reading with their kids and who's. Who's going to have to play a little catch up which is fine but if you want to help us out just do a little bit during the, <laughs> during the summer we'll be grateful and your kids will be better off for it and i think you'll be a little happier during the school year miss johnson i want to hit you with some quick hitters sure okay what are we watching now on tv what are we watching
1: fear of the walking dead
0: fear of the walking dead and how is that going so far for you
1: pretty chill. I actually like power flicks.
0: Being teachers and, and parents. For those who don't know, the whole premise of my show is kind of like a, a side joke of we're busy all day by the time we sit down and actually watch and do stuff. We're half asleep watching it or fully falling asleep. So it's nice to hear that uh, some of us get to watch some of it. I think Miss Johnson watches a piece of it and I watch the other piece and then we put it together <laughs> the next day. <laughs> definitely Probably, binge, that's true yeah but uh definitely binge watching fear the walking dead and there's the other Wow, oh, what's the other show the widow oh the widow okay so that for those of you yeah it, dra- dragon okay you could say dragon i'm gonna tell you it's they should have made well you said it i'm gonna I'm I'm credit you you said it should have been a movie. It could have been easily an hour and a, hour and a half movie, but they didn't. They had made a few episodes, and I'm just like, okay, just go on and just do what you got to do anyway. Watch The Widower if you have some time to, or you just if you want to watch, have something on in the background while you're cooking or you're crocheting. Just throw it on. You won't miss anything if you you know you can you'll catch up very quickly. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. That's it. I want to thank Miss Johnson for coming on, New York City teacher, public schools, did great work during the pandemic. Her kindergarten kids loved her, parents and admin all the same. Uh, this is my flower segment. I love the flower segment. We appreciate your work and your dedication. Highly organized brain, bigger heart. Kids are always in good hands when they miss Johnson's class. I know my kids are in good hands with you as well. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. I'm gonna take you on a date later. I'm leaving this in the episode too. Don't say nothing. I'm leaving it too. <laughs> All right, y'all. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And also check out and like and subscribe to my channel. Also, like and subscribe. Fun times with Ms. Johnson. Put that link in the bio in this episode. And I will talk to y'all later. Peace. Cool.